What is up, FBI fam? You are locked in to another episode of the Filthy Bee Inspectors podcast. I'm your co-host, Yessi, and then I got my girl, Chrissy, on the other line with me. We did take a little bit of a break, longer than we expected, but, you know, it's good to be back. We have an episode, a special guest with Gom. What is up? Hey. Hello. What's up, guys? What's up? Yo, I hope these people are ready to hear some bullshit. Oh, ready to hear some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> that big BS. My name's Gom. Uh, I'm in my uh, ugly studio right now. So I'm excited to see uh, what, what these questions, what these questions are about, you know? Yeah, so. we're ready to do the beat inspecting. So sit down, Let's get do those it. handcuffs on and get ready to yeah. answer. Go get some cop- popcorn. Hurry up. that be on Wonderland thing over there? Oh, sure. yeah. Next weekend. And then, yeah, we have Ooh. a gum. You see the gum right there in red? Mm-hmm. That's cool. We have a graffiti here. I'll give you guys a little tour. But yes, it is next weekend. Yeah. Uh, Are you excited to play? Yes. Have you played Beyond yet? No, I haven't, actually. First time. I played Hard Summer, remember? I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah, yeah. you played yeah. at the Corona Beach, right? Yeah. In the corona beach fuck yeah, yeah. How that was, was dope. it that was actually really really dope the energy is unmatched bro seriously yeah corona beach is always a stage that i've been meaning to make it to like i've been to a few edcs never uh-huh. been to the corona beach stage um what was it like like was it an early set Who uh so i i was uh i don't, I don't know if they open at one but i played from three to four. Oh, okay you froze for a minute sorry um yeah um i played from three to four so i'm not too sure i think it was the second slot of the day though mm-hmm. yeah nice so it was cool yeah it was, it was dope yeah yeah and i mean you've been traveling all over the place like what would you say right. is your favorite show so far that you've played Ooh, i was just talking to uh tony about it because he asked me right um uh, so my before i played my, my hometown show it was denver like literally that, that show that i played for you guys yeah. That was like by far the best show, you know? But then I that uh, that following month I came and played in LA. Well I had my debut in LA and that was just nuts. It's probably one of my, one of my favorite sets so far. What venue was um, that at? Uh you guys heard of Wasted? Yeah. Wasted? Yes. Yeah. So Wasted, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been mm-hmm. booking a lot of shows lately. I've seen them put on some big names. Well, they have shows now on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Damn, all week long. So, yeah, yeah. But the, the, what I like about that is that they have like a base a night. They have a house night, uh, a techno night, and then sometimes rhythm night. So mm-hmm. they're always changing it. You know, it's not the same thing every night. So which is yeah. dope. That's super cool. I feel like yeah. companies kind of box themselves in when they only try to book like one type yeah, of show, one type of artist, especially yeah. in the LA area. That's where yeah, you're at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially <laughs> in this area. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't know. You guys you guys know Space Yacht, of course, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're stepping away from uh, base shows right now for a minute because they want to build that uh, tech tech house, techno uh, crowd right now. So they've been doing a lot of techno. Like literally every Tuesday right now, it's just techno, 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 house, techno. They're not like before. Before it was all bass music. 
You know, so it's cool. It's cool to see that people are changing it, changing it a little bit, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I know Yessi and I have recently started getting into techno more, like hard techno, yeah. industrial techno. We really want to catch a couple live shows. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's very intense. <laughs> it's very intense. <laughs> yeah. No, literally. Yeah. It's just, no, I'll uh, hear I, it. I was going to say, I'll hear in Denver, they even have a techno taco Tuesday at the milk market. I was like, what the hell, Chrissy, we got to do some work sessions out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You guys got to check that out. Yeah. I I don't really like it because it's so repetitive, but I mean, to to each his own, you know, I I, I can't, I can't do the whole 128, 140, 150 throughout the night. I'm like, yo, change it up. But (laughs) Do you like other genres besides dubstep? Like, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, when I started making music, I started making house music back in 2013. I don't know. You guys know Dioro? Tonic? Of course. Okay, so he he was like a big Tonic, yes. Very big part of like why I wanted to make music, right? So, um, yeah, that was like in 2013, 14. That's when the Dutch scene was was in, you know? That's when all Mm -hmm. all that Dutch Dutch stuff, like Afrojack. Big room. Yeah, the big room, you know. So <laughs> yeah, he he. That, I started making that that Dutch that Dutch house, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and then, um, yeah, started doing that, and then the trap movement was picking up. That's when. Oh, actually, no, the twerk movement was picking up. That's when the we twerk? have twerk twerk movement. movement. Yeah, they Amsterdam twerk, twerk music. <laughs> no, so they, we had like um, they, like uh, Milo and Otis. I don't know if you guys heard of these guys, but like Milo and Otis. Yep. You had a uh, GTA. You had Dirty Audio. This is when Dirty Audio was really, really po- popular. You know, um, uh, you had a lot of these guys that were just making twerk music, which is like trap, just at 100 BPM. But they they it had a genre for like twerk music. You know, mm-hmm. so um, yeah. So I transitioned from house to twerk, and I did like two years on that, and then that's when the trap, the trap game started started coming up. That's when okay. Carnage, you know, started coming out with the with the with the remixes and okay with that trap. Mm-hmm. You had um, you know, all, all of that scene come, and I didn't want to do it. I was like, no, I'm never gonna make trap. I'm gonna do twerk. With, I'm gonna do twerk. This is like, because I because I, I used to do a lot of hip hop parties and it would always work, you know, like the twerk movement. It was always like a vibe in a hip hop room. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing a lot of EDM shows. I was just doing a lot of like, you know, open genres or whatever, open yeah. format, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I was really hard on myself. I'm like, yo, I'm not gonna ever, I'm never gonna do trap. Like, this is what I want to do. And my brand was never, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't getting any better. It was just, it, it always stood at the same spot, right? So I'm like, all right, dude, I gotta do something because this is not working. I need to change it up or choose a different genre. Um, that's when I, I rebranded. Um. No, I didn't rebrand. I didn't rebrand. I started making trap music on the Chris Rock, which was my other, my other name before this mm-hmm. one. Chris Rock. Chris Rod. R O D. Chris, Chris Rod. Rod. So your full name, yeah. basically. Chris Rod. That's not my full name. That's actually it's... my. That's that's my DJ name. My uh, that, that's my hip hop DJ name. Oh, so then what's your full name? <laughs> my full. Uh, I'll give you my first name. I don't like naming my people my last name, but my, my real name is Christian. Oh, Christian. Okay. Christian, yeah. But I, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I just. I just Everybody knows my uh, know me as Chris Rod, you know, which is yeah. Rod. The Rod is for Rodriguez for my second last name, you know. But mm-hmm. I spelled it different, so people will never find my real name and shit like that. So you're <laughs> underground, okay? I see. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you really yeah, are I, getting away with murder, <laughs> right? Shit. <laughs> we won't tell. <laughs> so 
Yeah, um, so I rebranded, well, it was still under Chris Rod, but I just rebranded into a, a different genre. That's when I started doing like the trap, the trap thing, right? And then I did that for like almost a whole year and nothing was picking up. Like I, I tried everything, I was learning everything I could and nothing was moving. So I'm like, all right, dude. Um, I I don't remember how long it was, but I think it was, I, I stopped making, I didn't stop making music, but I stopped releasing music for like six months, right? So I started to to learn a lot about what other DJs were doing, you know? Started just kind of like learning. I'm like, all right, what is he doing that is working? What is he doing that is working? I did that for six months, and then I rebranded to, to GOM. Sweet. Right? What, what year was that? Uh, this is, was three, four years ago? Three years ago? Okay. Three years ago? Yeah. So, um, keep in mind during that time when I was rebranding, I was going through like the hardest time in my life because, um, I didn't have a job, <laughs> you know, I didn't have a job. It was just, uh, I had, a, I had, a, well, I have my son, I had my son, I had my girl and I, like, I had to find a way to make some income, you know, like mm-hmm. I, all I wanted to do was just music, but I wanted to make sure I, I, I had money to feed my, my family and shit. So I was going through like the worst time. And I was about to give up on music. I was like, "Yo, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make music anymore. Like, I don't have enough time." So I, I took that that little break and started learning about the industry. And then I came up with the name Gong, which I will tell you where it come from. Came, came from. Mm-hmm. And this was like literally my last straw. I was like, "Yo, if this shit don't work, I am done. Like, literally, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, there was nothing else. So what I did was." Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give people some sauce right now. A lot of people don't don't like to do this, and I'm gonna tell you, bro. But um, a lot of people um, th- there's there's this method of coming up as an artist that a lot of people hate, which is uh, making flips, bootlegs, unofficial remixes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is one of the quickest ways. If you're doing it right, it's one of the quickest ways to come up as an artist. Okay. Um, and that's what I did. That's what I the Gone Project did. I, I did with the Gone Project. My first six months, it was on. It was nothing but um, remix, remixes, flips, and edits. That's mm-hmm. all I was doing for the first six months, right? Um, that that like literally picked up so fast. Like I, I was kind of, I was kind of like, yo, like how's this happening? You know, like I, I didn't have no idea how it was working, but it was working. So after those six months, I'm like, all right, cool. I have a I have a little fan base on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of people that are, you know, fucking with me now on, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they're asking for for more of this. Let me give them some original work now. You know, now yeah. let my music, now let my, my original work speak, you know? Mm-hmm. So after the six months, I started making a lot of the original music. Um, during, during, during that time where I was making all these original songs, um, I don't know if you guys know this guy named Wisley. Seems yeah, of course. Right? Oh, oh yeah, he played. Remember, he yeah yeah. Your show. yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. So, um, so him, you know, you guys know Crimson Child. I've heard of them. Okay, it's one guy. It's one guy, Crimson Child. Okay. It's it's uh, okay. he's Sounds from familiar. Crimson Child. He's from Canada, and uh, more Kissman. Yes, heard of more mm-hmm. Kissman, right? Of course. Okay, so uh, Crimson Child. Yeah, more Kissman. Yeah, <laughs> Crimson Child was here for for a vacation for like three four days, right? Uh, and we, me and him had, had already been talking on Facebook and he's like, yo, like I'm in LA. I want to meet you. I'm like, cool. 
he brought Wisley and he brought more Kismet. Okay, so this is why where oh, I wow. met Wisley. Yeah, this is why I met for the first time. I met more Kismet and I met Wisley, right? Wisley at that time he had a manager, which was Shay. Okay. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Who's now yours? <laughs> which is not yeah. Which is now who's, who's my manager? So um, I showed Wisley a lot of my work that I had, that 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 I had um you know, um, a lot of my original work, and he's like, yo, this is fucking good. Like, do you have a manager? Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. And then I remember that day Shay had called Wisley. Um, I don't remember for what. I think he was releasing on Demac that, that week or something like that. And Shay and then Wisley told Shay like, "Yo, I think I found you a new artist." And then Shay's like, "Yeah, give me his number. I'll call him, and then, you know, I'll, I'll meet up. I'll meet up with him. I have lunch, and then we can talk." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the first day I met um, Wisley, and and he introduced me to to Shay. Mm-hmm. The following week, we went uh we went out for breakfast at a Starbucks in Hollywood. Yeah. And I showed him everything that I had. I, I showed him where my goals and everything. And he's like, yo, this is dope. Like, how, how would you want to do a six month? No, we did a three month uh, uh, non-contract, just hand, a handshake agreement mm-hmm. that he was my manager for the next few months and then see how it worked. Ever since then, bro, the rest is history. Of course, you guys know Shay. He's a very um, hardworking guy. So, yeah, that's how I met Shay. So back to like the GOM. That's when I the, the the all the other all this original work started happening, you know, because Shay was like, "Yo, we need mm-hmm. to, we need to focus on your Spotify numbers, we need to uh, focus on your original music, we we want to start getting you on labels." You know, that was the goal for like the next year. So this was at the beginning of 2018. Okay. Okay. So uh, in January something I don't remember the exact date, but that's when Shay became my manager, and we set up we set up a plan throughout the whole year. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is what we're gonna do. And this is how we're gonna do it, and yeah. we 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 did it. The first year we did it, I'm like, all right, cool. The only thing that we didn't scratch on uh, on that on that to do list for that year was uh, um, was to get a, a festival booking. Mm-hmm. We weren't really thinking ahead, you know. We're like, yo, we gotta get it, but we didn't know how how small of an act we were, you know. Right. So, so we always had that. We always had the the the. Uh, uh, uh we have to get a festival booking. We have to mm-hmm. get a festival booking. So, yeah, throughout the two uh, throughout the years. We, we had that always in mind. And then, um, yeah, fucking, then COVID happened. Uh, and this is this is where a lot of people slept on. Yeah. If, this is where a lot of people had a lot of time. And this is what, this, this was the year for every artist, any upcoming artist to like literally push through, like push, mm-hmm. gas to the pedal, you know? I agree. A lot of people, a lot of people just are like, oh, well, there's no shows. It, it, does, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense why to make music and release it mm-hmm. they saw it yeah. as like, a break like, yeah, they yeah. Saw it as, yeah they saw it as a break see me i saw this shit as like yo there's gonna be more competition people that really want it they have more time in their hands and they're gonna make more and more music you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um remember uh what covid started what in november of 2019 i believe somewhere around there i 2020, remember I mean, march i mean lockdown started well, in march but like well, people see, started talking about it yeah, like during November. somewhere in November, right? Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. So me and Sherry were already talking about it during uh, during November, and December. Like, yo, so we need to we need to be aware of what's gonna happen, you know? Because if it does happen, it's gonna affect, um, our shows that we had already planned for the for the following year. So, um, Shay's like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens. 
and whatever happens, then we we set up a new a new a new uh, goal list, you know. Mm-hmm. So Revise when it. that, yeah. So when that happened, we changed the whole the whole goal list for that year. So what we did is like, yo, okay, so we're gonna have more time in our hands. Um, there's gonna be a lot of competition because you're gonna have mm-hmm. all these kids that are not going, not going to school. You're gonna have all these guys that had a job and they're you know they're gonna have more free time. They're gonna be making more, more music. More bedroom DJs. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have, it's going to be harder to get on a label because you're going to have a lot of people, you know, it just comes back to a lot of people just re- trying to release on these labels. So what we did is like, all right, cool. We're going to release a song every two, every two, every two to three weeks for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Like that oh, was, I love that strategy. That was our grind, bro. I swear to God. When, That's a big once, lift. Too. Oh, oh, bro. I swear to God. I was so tired by the end of the year. Well, not really at the end of the year, but more like 20 in, in, songs. Yeah, that was about That's 20 insane. songs. Yeah, Props so to you, we, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we pulled through and literally we 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 did it. And you, you know what's crazy? Um, we 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 were putting a lot of the money that was coming from work for promotion. Mm-hmm. And since I mean I'm not born here, so I didn't I didn't get no no um what's that stimulus check? check? I didn't get no stimulus check. I wasn't getting any help from the government. Nothing, you know, everything that I was doing was literally me sitting down and teaching these kids how to make music, mm-hmm. selling a sample pack, selling some sort of yeah. thing to make some yeah. income. Yeah, hustling. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. Hustling. Shut up. Just work. You're working my ass off, you know? So, yeah. um, we did that. Um, at the end of the year, we have, we, we, all of our numbers for each song were, were doing so well. So, it was easy for us to, to, um, to reach out to labels the following year and be like, look. Mm-hmm. I, I did this during the hardest time in the industry, you know, during COVID. And look at my numbers. Yeah. And then, you know, that was an easy way for us to kind of reach out to these labels. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, shit, his number speaks for itself. You know, he he didn't have to go. Because we, we, we released on small labels. We released on 40 ounce coat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we released uh, on this, um, fuck, what's the name of that fucking brand? That label, it's, it's a label from, from like Europe. Like Breakers or, oh. Um, no, we never, no, like, no oh, we did Fresh Blood at th- this year. But it was, it was, it was, um, we did sign a contract the, the year before that. But um, it did, I don't remember the name of that fucking label. It's, it's, it's from Europe. Um, we did, uh, we did like five, six small labels, you know? Mm-hmm. They were very did, small. They were nothing. Did you do uh, self-releases too throughout that time? You yeah, had yeah, to, so, right? yeah, we did. Yeah, we did a lot of self-releases. Um, I think I did about four. If I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. did about four, and then we had the EP with um with, B- with bass weight, mm-hmm. which was four songs. Um, uh, we had the EP with forty ounce coat. I have my single EP that I released on my on mm-hmm. my um SoundCloud. Um, th- we had like four uh songs on the in compilations. Mm-hmm. Which was one of them was for the excision one. Oh, the first night comp. The, the first night, yeah, the first one. That was the biggest one, honestly. Yeah, that that was probably one of the big big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. There was so much music, but I like know it was like, yo, we were releasing so much music, and we were just like, all right, don't let our our name die out because mm-hmm. if you let that shit die out during this time, good luck yeah. picking it back up the, the following year, you know. So that's something we did. You know, we kept our name very consistent. We kept we make sure everybody was still looking at it, and. Once, once, once everything opened up, I sort of got, bro, we had so much booking, so many offers, like, yo, this, 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 and that. And 
yeah like, fuck, like all like, the hard work was paying off yeah literally yeah it's just you know um i, I was like uh, before covid happened i was talking to 18 aliens um they uh fucking um i don't remember um but i was like well, the thing is like he asked me that he was going to go on tour and he wanted to bring me along right uh -huh. um it was not a for sure thing because he wanted to see how he can help me out because uh most 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 of the time when they go on tour they have a lot of the, uh, a lot of the artists that are under the same management right to take with them right so it's like yo let me see if I can work something out and I can bring you along with some of these dates I was already excited because like damn if I go on tour with Italians that's big you know mm -hmm. this even is, this a couple is, spots with them is big yeah mm -hmm. yeah exactly so um you know that 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 was happening so when they when they closed that down I was like fuck that that would have been like a game changer for me you know mm -hmm. because. You know, it's ATLians. Come on. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a career launcher right there. Yeah, literally, literally. So, um, yeah, all of that happened. And then during COVID, well, we were doing like a lot of these live streams. We, we were getting invited to so many, mm -hmm. but we didn't want to do every single one. Because yeah, we, we got to be we selective. Didn't want, we didn't want our name to, to lose value and be like, oh, I can get gum here. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can get gum here. We wanted to be like, oh, shit, how did they get gum? He's been saying no to everything, you know? So, yeah, you need to create but, like a sense of rarity, yes, like scarcity like, almost. Yes, like, like you get it's, it's it's your brand, you know. You gotta make sure your brand stands. It means something fucking special to people when not mm -hmm. not everybody can can have it, you know. So that's yeah. what we were doing. Shay Shay was very Shay was being very selective. He's like, mm -hmm. yo, like, no, no. <laughs> No. Not these ones. There were a lot of sketchy live streams out there. Not yeah. gonna lie. There's so many. So, so many. <laughs> I feel like there were like three in a night, most nights during the weekend, you know? Yeah. But hey, but that was good though, because everybody was had a lot of free time. Mm -hmm. and Everyone was buzzing online. Like, that's how we built our brand. Everyone was glued yeah. to their phones for the yeah. last year. That's literally how Dubs FBI blew up, because everyone <laughs> yeah, was on their phones. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. And that's good though. You see, you guys build a, yeah. you guys build a brand out of, well, I mean, during COVID, you know, a lot mm -hmm. of people slept on that telling you a lot of people slept down having that free time and mm -hmm. yeah it, it and it's, shows it's it shows cool. yeah and uh -huh. i think it's really cool that you have a manager who has the same values and same drive as you and you both mm -hmm. hold each other accountable i mean that's how chrissy and i work so well together we're constantly yeah. on, holding each other accountable asking each other like okay what can i do to build the brand <laughs> okay you'll take this and i'll take that and mm -hmm. We're just yeah, constantly that. writing all these goals, making sure that we're staying on top of it. Okay, yeah. we're 50% to our goal or we're 70% to our goal. It's just mm -hmm. the the grind does not stop. It does <laughs> not stop. Yeah. And I mean, not. like props to you too, Gom, for all those releases that you did last year, because I know yeah. a lot of artists are really scared to do self-releases. Like they're sitting on so much music, but they're scared to put it out because they think that yeah. no one will listen. But then the real disservice is when you sit on it and don't release Trust. it. Like it's okay. I, I, it's okay if one song yeah. gets nine thousand plays. Like nothing's gonna blow up overnight. This and this is this is why we, this is why we released on on, on so many small labels, mm -hmm. because we had to show people what we can do with our numbers. You know, we had yeah. to show people. I like, look. I can give you the same amount of numbers that I'm pulling on my page on your page, and when we were doing that, people were like, "Oh fuck, how the fuck is he doing it?" You mm -hmm. know. But we we sat down and we fucking learned how the the industry was working. We learned how everybody was throwing the music and we just did it with, yeah. with them, you know? So they, they were fucking happy because we put good numbers with them, you know? So I, I like, honestly, I don't, uh, I'm not scared of releasing any songs on my page because mm -hmm. I know they would do good. Um, I'm not even scared at all. 
I mean, shit. I, I just have, I have have a point to prove to a lot of these labels. You know, yeah. a lot of the big labels, especially the big labels. You know, um, I can I can put the same numbers any other artist can. Mm-hmm. My my music my music is not so sellable because my music is very kind of like it's very dark and very aggressive, and I get some of these labels they, they want to sell you the music you know yeah it has mm-hmm. to be very uh, recognizable, um sellable Com- more commercial yes yes and Shay at one point was trying to make me do make was was trying to make me to do that you know mm-hmm. and I didn't want to I'm like look bro like I don't see the gum brand doing that like yeah. I want to be known as like damn gum has one of the heaviest sounds in the game. You know, I don't know if, if I ever do touch some mainstream shit, by all means, but I want I want to keep the same energy if I'm mm-hmm. doing that, you know? Yeah. So Shay was Shay 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 was like, um he was iffy about it. He's like, bro, it's not it's like I want you to make money with your mm-hmm. music. I'm like, bro, it's not even about making music with, making money with the music. It's about putting put putting uh ma- making your name be known as one of the most aggressive artists in mm-hmm. the industry. Having like that identity. Yeah, as your yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I want to make sure when people say, oh, it's Gum, like, yeah, let's go see. He has, he's going to throw the heaviest set ever. You know, I don't want people to be like, oh, Gum, oh, why? Because he had one hit wonder and now everybody loves him because of that song. Like, nah, yeah, fuck that. I want people to know me because every song that you hear, it's very aggressive and it's 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 a song that you can dance to, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, headbang, not even dance to, but like, you know. <laughs> Snap your neck too. <laughs> Some shit, yeah. So yeah, at one point even Shay was trying to make my name. He was trying to change my name, the meaning of Gom. He was okay. he wanted me to change change the name behind it, because he thought it was an um, sellable, mm-hmm. and he didn't think it was um, it was it wasn't a good image in the industry. You know, it's like yo, like I think getting away with mur- getting away with murder is too aggressive. Yeah, I'm like, look, bro, if you think my name is aggress- uh, it's aggressive, then how the fuck is sudden death doing it? Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like having a manager too, yeah. like it's his job to kind of question yeah. you and like yeah, make course. you think about those things that would <laughs> be make you uncomfortable. Um, right. But like, I know a question that a lot of our audience has is what is it like being on Prodigy Artists? Because that's one of the most coveted agencies in the game Damn. right now. Can I'm you give you any something. insights? Um, I'm going to give you everything. Um, <laughs> Spill the tea. Well, okay. It, it's, it was a lot of pressure. Right, uh, right now, it's, it kind of calmed down, you know? But as soon as Shay gave me the news, it kind of just made me realize that I was at a position a lot of people wish to be at, right? So it kind of stressed mm-hmm. me out in a way because, like, damn, I got I got to show I gotta show some shit now. Like, I really, really got to make my name and my music make make uh, people be like, okay, this is a reason why he's on Prodigy. Like, prove you know? yourself, basically. Yeah, prove myself in a way. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want I don't want people to be like I didn't want people to think or be like, oh, he's only on, he's only on Prodigy because of so and so. Yeah, well, and you people always like, assume that. Like, mm-hmm. I've noticed yeah. that in this industry, they're like, oh, he's only on that agency because he knows that person, mm-hmm. and like he doesn't actually deserve it. He'll die out in a year, things like yeah, that. Yeah, and I I told Shay like, look, bro, if I don't deserve it, don't give, don't bring it to me. If you think I don't deserve it, don't don't give it to me. Let me work for it. Because when I work, when I know if I work for it and I get it, I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of that a lot more than when you give it to me and be like, oh, why well, already? I got it because I got hooked up. I'm like, nah, it doesn't make sense. It, it it loses it loses the purpose of me being a fucking artist and a musician. You know, mm-hmm. I wanna I wanna make sure that that I can say, oh, I work for it. Nobody gave it to me. Nobody said, yo, gum. Here's a here's a, here's a cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you like, earned a spot on the agency. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really hard. Um, I'm going to tell you guys something that I shouldn't, but I don't care. Shay's going to be mad at me, but 
he loves me too much. Shout out, Shay. Um, <laughs> Love you, Shay. <laughs> so, okay. So, when Shay got added to Prodigy, they were only going to take Cinemata. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's, who's God tier, by the way? Like, his yes. music is yeah. incredible. He's, he's, he's fucking insane. He's, a, he's amazing. Um, so, Cinemata. Uh, so he had, a, I don't know if you guys noticed, he had a, he had a collab with Slander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm with okay. you. Yeah, okay. So um, because of that, Slander, you know, they added, they, they, his manager noticed, Slander's manager noticed uh, Cinemata and they wanted to bring him into Prodigy. Okay, so at that time it was on, uh, Shea was managing me, uh, Cinemata, Wisley, and that's it. When Prodigy reached out to Shay about Cinemata, I'm like, yo, we want you to work for us. But you can only bring this artist, mm-hmm. which was Cinemata. So I, I still remember this day. Fucking when Shay had to give me that news that he had dropped me, it felt like a breakup in a way, you know? Because mm-hmm. we, we we bond so much, like he calls me more than my mom, <laughs> my brother, he calls me more. He calls me a lot. Like, I swear to God, yeah. me and him, we have a good friendship, which is very dope. So when he gave me that news, it kind of hurt. It kind of hurt in a way because I was like, damn, bro. Like, it feels like a breakup, mm-hmm. but I understand where you're coming from as a manager. You know, you want to make you you want to make it the same way, the same way I want to make it. It was like a career decision for him. Yeah. So yeah. during that time, he's like, look, bro, I'm not. Shay was still being helpful. He, he was being helpful. He's like, yo. I'm going to look for somebody so they can help you push your career. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like want to just a good breakup on good terms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I want to look for somebody. And then you tell me if you like that person that, you know, to continue whatever it is that you're doing. I told Shayla, look, bro, it's cool. He gave me all these names that most of these people, don't get me wrong. They're all cool. And every, I'm not going to say any names, but they're all cool. They're good friends and everything. But I, I sat down and I and I and I studied them I'm, and I was like, yo, like they have these artists and they haven't done nothing with these artists. Mm-hmm. Like, how are they gonna do so much better with me? You know, if if you can, if you have good artists on your on your on your team and you can't even do nothing with them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so it was kind of like fuck. It, it was nothing personal. Don't get me wrong. It was just more of a like, yo, I need somebody that's gonna put the same way. Oh, it's not better, right? Mm-hmm. So um, when Shay gave me that news, Shay told me, yo, stay put. Don't go looking for nobody. And my dumbass never listened. I I went out of my way and started searching on my own. You know, I was like, yo, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, it's, 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 I got to keep this shit moving. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want something to stop me just because something happened. Well, especially because so, after, was this last year during COVID? Uh, this was this year during. Uh, oh, in, this year. March, okay. yeah, in March, mm-hmm. March, yeah. Yeah, so March. you already had a shit ton of stuff going for you. You probably needed a day to day at least to handle all of these like fielding bookings. And, at least, and, yeah, yeah. M- most of the stuff. I mean, I know how to. I knew how to do it, you know, because um, I used to throw shells before, so I, I knew how to. I knew I knew the everything behind it, you know. I just didn't want to mm-hmm. deal with it, you know. So um, yeah. Well, I mean, your job is to make music, not exactly. to yeah, do paperwork, exactly. everything else. <laughs> exactly. So then. Um, that started happening, and then I reached out to uh, Say My Name's manager, which is uh, Jason Hong. I don't know if you guys know Jason Hong. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, well, actually, I reached out to Allison. You know Allison? You guys know Allison? Uh, that's her day I don't. Day. That's I don't Say know My her. Name's. She used to work at Space Yacht. 
Um, okay, well, she, she, uh, I met her. So we're way how we met. I'll, I'll give you guys, I'll tell you guys the info later, but like, I had, I already knew her. Um, that week when Shape dropped me, I had a show in, uh, San Jose, right? And Say My Name was headlining the show. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, I, I took that chance to sit down and talk to her. I'm like, yo, this is what's happening. Um, it's still not oh, for sure, but if you can put up the word, if you can let uh, Jason Hong know that um, I'm looking for a manager and if he wants to pick up the project, by all means. Mm -hmm. So um, that happened in two in, within that two uh, within that week uh, not two weeks within the two weeks that, that I have no manager, and then I was searching. A lot of shit was going. A lot of shit was happening, you know? A lot, a lot of things were happening with me and Shay. A lot of things were happening with me and Jason Hong. Um, I was just trying to see who, who, who could keep up the, the project, who could keep the project, you know? Don't get me wrong. Shay told me, don't look for nobody because I'm still trying to work with Prodigy and see if I can bring you along. You know, you, I have I have to prove them that you're you're a good artist and I got I to gotta show them that you're actually pr Prodigy material, you know? So it's like, give me some time, bro. But my dumbass was not. My dumbass was not listening. I'm like, yo, like, I can't, bro. Like, I need, I need to keep this ball rolling, you know. Um, so long story short, uh, the following week, I had, I had a, I had a call with Jason Hong. We were basically almost agreeing to, for me to sign with him. Mm -hmm. And the the day the day the day of, of of me having to uh, call Jason Hong again and agreeing with him. Shay calls me, he's like, bro, I just got the biggest news of your career. Please tell me you haven't talked to nobody. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, you're like, spill <laughs> it. I'm like, damn. So uh, I had to be straight kinda? up. I had to be, I had to be straight up. I'm like, look, bro, I know mm -hmm. you told me I, had, I shouldn't be talking to nobody, but I, ha I, had, I had to look out for myself, you know? Yeah. I hope, I hope you don't take it personal. Just understand it's just a business move. The same way you went around, uh, you, you went away, you went, mm -hmm. you went around yours, I went around mine, you know? Um, and he wasn't upset, but it did kind of just bug him a little bit because he didn't want nobody to know what was happening with me. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't want nobody to know, oh, yo, gone this and that, gone this and that, blah, blah, blah. So once he gave me that good news, I had to call Jason Hong back and be like, yo, thank you. But this is what's happening right now. And I feel like, you know, I, I've been knowing Shay for almost six, seven years. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't make sense. I mean, four, six years. What the fuck? Almost four years. Yeah. It wouldn't make sense for me, for me to just leave him hanging. If, if well, he, and you know that, that you already work together. You have that yeah. good work yeah. energy. It's exactly. So I'm like, yo, my bad. Please don't take it personal. Mm -hmm. But I, I need to just, you know, this is this is what I want. Um, Jason Hong's response was not what I thought it would be, but which is cool. I mean, he's still mm -hmm. he's still good friends. We're still, you know. Yeah, I mean that's good, business good, good too. People. It's like. Yeah. If there's a free agent out there and you don't pick them up, they're going to get snagged. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real. So um, now that you bring that up too, um, we had just signed to AB, AB Touring. Yeah, that was a big thing oh, earlier shit. this year that launched, right? The the, the week, the, the two weeks before uh, Shay went to Prodigy, we had already signed with AB Touring, right? So, um, yeah. So as soon as I signed with Prodigy, Prodigy was like, yo, um, if Gom's gonna be part of the team, I need you to drop him from AB Touring. Oh, word! And uh, we're gonna find something for him. Mm -hmm. So, I was like, "Bro, do you not know this is like the biggest deal of my life right now? You're making me drop it. Like, yeah. this is literally what I've been working for." And they and it kind of took me a while to kind of just be like, "Okay, cool." 
if they're gonna promise me something better, then sit down and just mm-hmm. suck it up. And yeah, yeah so to it. this day, I mean, we haven't, we don't have one yet, but we are working on that right now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah, that's that's, a, that's that's our next that, that's our next big step. But yeah, that's where the the, the story for Prodigy started. You know, um, then, you have a yeah. lot cooking with the Gone Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much. I mean, I don't think when that when I was enough, but we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do what? It under- what advice do you have for artists who are maybe a similar size than you, maybe a little smaller, but they're mm-hmm. looking to get on a good management. They're looking to get on a good booking agency. Okay, like, do you have so, any advice for free agents like that? Yeah. Don't look for them. Literally straight up. Don't look for them. You're, you're, you're valuing yourself to be so little. Let them find you because if they find you, that means that you're doing something, something good. If you go in and find them, then you're kind of making them, you make one. You're making the job easier, but it doesn't make it. it it's it's not gonna make sense. It's just gonna tell you that you're not even working hard enough to have a booking agent come find you. Mm-hmm. You attract what you put out. Yes. So you know, I, I would just say don't 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 look for it. Shut up. It, it will come if your music is, it's where it's where it's supposed to be at. The agent will come and the management will come. Never look for it. I I bro. I tell I tell people this all the time. You know, they ask me the same question. Like yo, don't look for it. Don't fucking look for it. Like literally, that's get that shit out of out of the way. You don't you don't need it. You don't need to mm-hmm. be even thinking about that shit right now. If you're not popping and you don't have ten shows every month, then don't look for one. Ten shows a month, good lord. But, but I mean, damn, but, but, but I mean, even three to four it shows it's still you don't need it because you can handle that on your own. You know, yeah. if you're on tour, if you're doing this and that, by all means, go for it. You know, but you get what I'm saying. Then, you know, I know that was a little exaggerating, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's it's hard to see like some artists who are really good at production get discouraged because they don't have a manager or like they kind of get caught up in that clout. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, there is a lot of clout that comes with being on some of these agencies. And yeah, I mean, but you see, like the the only advice I give those people that that feel that type of way is um, a management will change only so much. You know, it's not going to change the whole branding of your of your is that going to change the image of your brand? Um, it's only going to help look professional, you know, because mm-hmm. you still got to put in that work. Yeah. If, if you know, it's not going to change a thing. It's only going to make your life easier, and it's it's not it's not going to change your life in the three sixty. So yeah, um, and also, I mean, no one's going to love your brand as much as you do. Yeah. To be literally. honest, no one's going to put as much work into your business because your brand, mm-hmm. your project is your business. Exactly. Dom is yeah. your business and no one's yes. going to love it or cherish it as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I, I see it. Um, uh, and another advice I'm going to give up, uh, give to these upcoming artists is one, stay very consistent. Even if you're, even if you're releasing flips, remixes, originals, the upcomers, I, I get, I get it. Like a lot of the upcomers, they 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 stop making music or they get discouraged because they don't get on these labels. You know, they think like getting on a label is gonna change so yeah. much for them. The be all end all. That shit doesn't do shit for you guys, bro. I swear to God. Um, I mean, I've, they just take your composition pretty much. They just taking your Literally, fucking money, yeah. taking your fifty percent, taking your fifty percent, <laughs> and they ain't giving you shit back unless it's a good label that can promise to you mm-hmm. a show out of it. You know, so you gotta yeah. you gotta. This is what you get. You're gonna sit down and learn what you're releasing. Just not release on them because blah blah blah. Sit down, learn, know everything about them, see what the fuck they're doing, how what are they doing? Like are they doing any shows? Are you doing any takeovers? Blah 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 blah. And then if you feel like you fit on that label, then you release on that label, you know? 
there's most a lot of these people just I don't know they 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 their head their head is like if I release on this label I'm gonna blow up. No, you're not gonna mm -hmm. fucking blow up because yeah. there's five other people that sound exactly like you in that fucking label, and it's really gonna be yo who's gonna take the cake, you know? Exactly, and um, I mean labels have how many dozens of releases scheduled every year? It's like one after year. another every week. It's yeah. a new release. Exactly. Yeah. It's a brand. Yeah, your name dies out the following week. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> but you see, but if you have if you have a brand, if you have an image, if you have if you have everything that's already working for you, that, that game plan that you, you've been doing for so long, if you were to release on your own page and you make your name, um, how do I say it? Fuck. Like, okay, so like, you guys ever notice that when you release on labels, back to back to the labels, like when you release on label, um, for example, a compilation, right? Mm -hmm. I hate I hate doing compilations because you need to be the top dog of that fucking compilation. Yeah, it gets right? buried. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you'll, you'll get buried. And then it's like, yo, if people didn't hear, if your song didn't do good in that compilation, it's like, yo, you need to go back and work and start focusing on these labels because look what just happened. You were so happy about, oh, I released on this label. And then mm -hmm. it didn't do the numbers that you thought it, it, it was going to do because you haven't been doing that with your with your own um, SoundCloud or wherever it is that you're releasing. You know, you're not putting those same amount of numbers mm -hmm. on, 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 on your own, you know? So when you do that and you think that you're going to get the same numbers over here, you're not, you know? Yeah. See, um, a lot of people sleep on that, on like, make sure that your numbers are very good so that when you bring them to a label and you're competing with all these people on a compilation or it might be an EP or whatever you're doing, your numbers look fucking great, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't, you know, so that people exactly. are like, oh, shit. Damn, look, like Gom released on, on Bass Rush and the numbers that he was doing here, they're the same same amount. Even big, may, might be even bigger because that's extra promo, you know? But yeah. but when you have a group of people doing like that, you know, working working on a project like that, you can do so much. But if the artist is not doing it on himself, it's not gonna. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the work. perk of self-releasing is like yeah. you get people who like you for you and then they mm -hmm. stick with you no matter what mm -hmm. label you go to. Whereas if I'm releasing on label A or label B, most yeah. of my listeners are from that label, people who like that label, not people who like me specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have full control of the self-release. Yep. You don't mm -hmm. have to worry about nothing. You, it's all yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to switch gears here. I want yeah, to go, go for it. Go for the it. lightning round. So have you ever done a never. lightning round before? I've never. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> we're just going to, Christine and I are going to take turns just spitting questions at you. And Go you just got to answer this or that. Like, we're just going to, yeah. Okay. You know, okay, you know the deal. Just yeah, yeah, ask yeah. Ask me yeah. questions. It's an, an A and B. It's an A and B. Yeah, there you go. Quick okay. shoot off. Okay. Run it. Exactly. Run it. No. All right. Go. So are you a morning or night person? Um, morning. Okay. Uh, you can only pick one. Tacos or tamales? It's tacos. Hell yeah, that's on every tacos. day. Yeah, tacos. I wish they had some good spots out here in Denver. Fuck. <laughs> I miss I miss Cali food. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this one's my favorite. Okay. Fuck Mary Kill. Dak Daniels, GLD, and Matt Doe. Woo! This is gonna be hard. Okay, uh Mary, I'll go with Dak. Aw. Okay. Can we come he's, in the wedding? Run it, yeah. He, we'll plan he, your wedding. <laughs> he's one of the realest guys I ever met in this game. Like ever since since day one, he's very been he's been a cool person. You know, you don't find that a lot in the industry. So 
I'll kill. Oh, damn. Okay. Nobody. Damn, fuck. Ah! Okay, I'll go kill JLD. Fuck it. No, actually, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, no, you know what? No, no, no. No, I'm gonna kill Matt though because I don't know him in a personal way, in a personal level. I know him. I know him as a as a business, mm -hmm. as a business uh, perspective. Yeah, I don't know him in a personal level. So, sorry, Matt. <laughs> you, you don't hate me, bro. I know G I know GLD very well. That's why I know um, Jake and I know uh, fucking Matt so well. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't make sense for me to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Awesome. Good answers. There you go, yeah. And next question, who are mm -hmm. your dream collaborations? My dream collaborations. Actually, it's happening right now. I just sent stems out to the people that made me uh, change my brand for for Gone, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I, they are they both uh both of these artists already have stems, so I'm just waiting on them. I can't say who, but just know it's 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 very it's some of the, one of them is one of the most heaviest artists I ever heard. Oh, okay. I think right? I know. If, mm. You know, you know. And then um, the other one, I'm gonna give you a clue. He's not from here. He's from Europe. Okay. Okay. okay oh, so, okay. I have yeah, a few people yeah. in mind. Yeah, actually, I have well, uh, I have a lot of collabs. Have, but those are the two. One of the two. One of the well, two of the my favorite artists that. That I started listening to when I when the Gone Project came came around. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting! Good luck. I hope yeah, they come yeah, out yeah. early next year, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, they're probably gonna come out to like June, May of next year. Okay. Just be just because we're working on an album, uh, for um, um next year, the mm -hmm. beginning of next year. So we we don't know yet. We don't know yet. The album is still up for grabs. Is that a for sure thing? Still up for grabs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that right, that right. out. Look, let me tell you guys something. If that album is secured, life changing. Okay. Hell That's yeah! It. I'm the excited for you. It's like it's life changing. Like li literally, like as soon as I announced that fucking album, you guys will remember this fucking day. We'll have to cover so, yeah. it. We'll get you on an article. Run it. Let's do it. Trust. We'll me. open up a case file. If I, we can if we can close it. I swear to God. I swear to God on anything I love. No, that's the thing though. Um, you got to say, instead of saying if we're going to close it, you got to say when we close it, it's going to be life-changing. Yeah. Manifest it. I'm going to manifest it. Manifest it. It works. It's mm -hmm. happening. It's already in progress. I hope it is. It better start moving. Mm -hmm. yeah. I can already, yeah, I can yeah, already picture myself pre-saving that album on Spotify. It's, it's, and it's very sellable, which is weird. Like we're taking a big uh, risk on it because mm -hmm. it's very different to what I'm doing now. But you need to sell it, you know, you need, it needs to be sellable because it has a lot of like, um, every song has a vocal on it. Oh, cool. Okay. So, okay. um, it's nothing like my other work where it's just beats and fucking drops. No, this shit has actually a hook, a breakdown, blah, 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 a verse, mm -hmm. a drop, you know? So it's, it's very sellable. So we're, we're, we're seeing how that turns out. As soon as we, and tr tr trust me, as soon as I, my manager calls me like, bro, it's a rap. You guys are gonna be. You guys are gonna see the biggest tweet of my life. We better be the first to know about it. We better I, get I that press you, release. I will, let you, I will let you know. I will let you guys know. I swear to God. Yeah. Hell yeah! That, Can't that's wait. Very yeah, yeah. Literally. Uh, All okay. right, go. we got two more for you, and for then we'll it. wrap this up. Okay. All right. If you could play any venue in the world, which one mm. would it be? One that you haven't played yet, but you've always wanted to. Uh, Red Rocks for sure. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. right down the street. Yeah, Red yep. Rocks for sure. Yeah, 
Sweet. Last question. Mm -hmm. Would you mm -hmm. rather play at a large music festival or for a small, intimate crowd? S small. Okay. Small, intimate. I fucking love that shit. The energy is, is on match. It's all your true fans, it's too. On match. Yeah, true. Facts. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yep. Well, that concludes the lightning round. And yeah, so, Gom, do you have... Yeah, I know you survived. Oh. So we'll <laughs> let you off the hook. Probably the most, fun, mo the most fun <laughs> interview you've done. <laughs> by far yeah and i don't i hate doing these don't get me wrong it's not because of like who it's for it's just more of like um i have a schedule where i, where I sit down every day from a certain time just to sit down and work on music and when i don't follow that schedule it kind of throws me off so it's like all right when Shay's like yo you need to do this you need to do this i'm like all right yeah. let me just let me let me trick my mind to be like, okay, you're working on music, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. so. yeah. yeah, well, and hopefully you'll be like hyped up and happy and motivated once we hang up. Go like run run it up on your album, run it up on your collab. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was actually working on music before you guys called me. So. Well, before I, I joined the Zoom, so. <laughs> okay, yeah, I do. I actually have one more question for you. Go for um, it, go for it. Him, him, him. You got to tell us, like, what is the story yeah. behind the neck tattoo? Oh, shit, okay, so... um. <laughs> it's crazy okay so you guys know what the owl means or what it stands for or no mm -mm. So it stands for knowledge and wisdom okay so uh i don't know if you guys ever paid, paid attention it has a, a red and uh and purple eye which one stands for uh not evil but it's not you know it's just bad and good mm -hmm. so knowledge you know i see it like this if you have if you know too much it's bad and if you know enough it's, it's you know it's cool so it's good knowledge and bad knowledge Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why I got it. I just know that I love it. I love the the the, the way it looks. But mm -hmm. once once I found out the, the the meaning behind it, it just kind of like makes sense, you know. If you have mm -hmm. if you know if you know if you know knowledge, or if you know if you have enough knowledge of what what you're doing with your life or you're doing with anything in general, it's 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 a good balance in life, you know. So how long did it take them to do? Uh, nine hours. Oh my yeah. god. That sounds painful. Yeah, it, it was the yeah. All in, really All in one session? All in one session. Dude. Yeah. Fuck. Sure. <laughs> I'm not Bro, I, I, when I got home, so I left at nine in the morning. We started tattooing around ten. I got home like at nine thirty, almost ten o'clock PM. And so they, they put a lot of numbing cream and uh numbing, numbing spray. Uh, that shit only helps out for like thirty to, to an hour, after after they, they spray it or they they, they numb they put the numbing cream. So um, when I was getting tatted, he was using a lot of that, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as I got home and the whole numbing cream died, I was in the worst pain of my life. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't swallow. I was I, I was in pain. In pain. You know, I had to I had yeah. to smoke some weed. Yeah. I had to weed. I had to drink. I had to drink some edibles. I don't eat edibles, and, but I had to get numb, you know? I had to get numb somehow because it was oh hurting. Yeah. You got balls, dude. It's, it changed my whole career, though. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm -hmm. And you got some fresh yeah, press picks recently, right? Yeah, yeah. That No, the whole the whole having the out thing is literally changed. Not, not, not like, dramatically, but it did. It, it kind of put an image on, on the gong. For, you know, like people, yeah. can people, can people come up to me like, yo, I know you're gone because of my, my tat, you know, because yeah. they know, they know already. So that it helps, it helped a lot. It helps a lot, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. but yeah. That's cool. Maybe you can take the owl and like run with it as a symbol for like, I don't know, a project or an announcement or something like, cause that's a really cool story. Um, 
I, I should do that actually yeah it's a good idea yeah um, like an album or something self-release actually yeah we do have an album coming and we want to use an owl on the mm -hmm. album so we'll see how we put it together you we'll know? just put your head on an owl's body <laughs> hey, <right? laughs> that'd be funny that'd be funny make me an owl <laughs> and then just like go to your shows and then just hold your face up in the crowd <laughs> like an owl on and your face on it <laughs> So you guys ever heard that there's a, I think like the white owl is it's a bad one or something like that. Oh no! It's like the evil. I don't know which owl. I don't. I don't know if it's a white one or the brown one. Then one of them is like the bad eagle, the bad, the bad um, owl. Like it's bad energy or something. I don't Never. remember. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go back and read it. But um, we were trying to change my visuals to owls, but. I, I, I feel like I believe in a lot of I believe in energy. You know, if, if you if you can provide good energy, you can feel it right away. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give that energy to on my visuals and have people feel a certain way. Yeah, That's give them like a bad trip or something. Yeah, I mean, you can only imagine sudden death is already doing it, and he is kind of trippy. People like that. People really but, latched yeah. onto that devil shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some people that like it. Don't get me wrong, you know. Yeah. But hey, there's some people that really take it to heart, and I would then I rather not even deal with that you know so mm -hmm. um yeah yeah so when when are you leaving for beyond are you gonna be there for a while or mm -hmm. driving out there so, so yeah we're driving it's we're like 45 minutes away we're not that far mm -hmm. is but, it at um, the nos center mm -hmm, yeah the nos center yeah um yeah so we're uh so i play friday which is kind of kind of weird because i've never been to a beyond uh, to beyond i've been to beyond but i've never been to beyond on the friday which is you know, it's like, yo, everybody gets out of work and they got to get ready to go on my party. So, yeah, um, yeah but we're leaving. Uh, we're heading out from here at two o'clock because we do got to go check in, get our wristbands. Um, so we're getting a couple of my friends and I are getting an Airbnb. So, you know, just sit down and pregame mm -hmm. and hang out. That's a big weekend. Insomniac has some big shows coming up. Oh, yeah. A lot. A lot, a lot of big ones. <laughs> Will you be at any of the EDCs? Yeah, so yeah, so Cinemata, shit, fuck, I don't, fuck, I shouldn't say this, but somebody explain that, <laughs> <laughs> somebody explain that EDC. Someone yeah. that we know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, I already yeah. said it, yeah, so, yeah, he, he'll be playing there, so we're gonna, me and um, Shay are, mm. are, are gonna go, yeah, yeah. EDC Vegas? <laughs> EDC Vegas, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, we're going to EDC Orlando. We're gonna see the Kami hey. Boys, Kazo, Jinx is playing. Yeah, so that'll Pretty be Lays. Lays. Yeah, so Lays. Oh, that girl. She's that girl, right? That that girl. That girl, she's, yeah. She's, girl. she's that girl, yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's no. I mean, I, it's a girl. <laughs> of course, she's a girl. <laughs> okay, I never. I I I've seen her, but I never met her, which is weird. And we follow each other on Instagram and everything, but we never actually introduced each other, you know, in person. So. Yeah, it was yeah, funny be, because. I think this okay. will be the first time that we meet, right, Chrissy? Or is it Lost Lands mm -hmm. that we're meeting here for the first time? Oh yeah, Lost Lands is next month too. We're we gonna see you oh, there. No. Actually, I might, I might be going to Lost Lands too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. hit us up. Yeah. yeah, definitely. If I need a spot, I'll be hitting up High Zombie. I'm like, yo, let me sit on your couch. Hit us up, and then we're going to imagine the weekend before that. Oh damn, you guys are party girls. You guys are just. It's <laughs> Not really part. I mean, I guess kind of. It's, it's, no, it's no, for no, business. Wait. You know, business and pleasure start to mix when you do what you love for work. Exactly. Yep. Yes, it does. Hey, but that's mm -hmm. good though. You guys, that means that you guys are doing something well, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, you guys are, um, 
it's 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 people are noticing which is yeah. cool you know? yeah good vibes only we always try yeah. to have good intentions when we work with people we would never like purposefully screw someone over uh-huh. or like do something shady yeah no no you guys are good i'm pretty sure a lot of people love you guys you know hell yeah <laughs> thank you, know? you. Yeah, yeah. well <laughs> hey do you have any final words that you'd like to say to our audience who are um, listening right now uh, uh, uh yeah actually i'm gonna promote something <laughs> Ooh, so, that, so um there's an ep coming out on bass rush at the end of this month so i mean two of the songs that are on the ep are already out which is uh the one on the compilation fear mm-hmm. the one i just released with uh with matt doe that's one of the one of the other songs and then i have two more songs coming out so so you have an EP with Bass Rush dropping at the yeah. end of the month. Yeah. Holy yeah, we, shit. We, yeah, we just haven't announced it because we want other songs to come out and be like, hello. Oh <laughs> my Surprise. God, Congra- congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, look, you know, we have three minutes. I'm going to give you a story be- uh, behind Gong because I know I didn't tell you how the name came out. Yeah, so well. this actually ties in. One of our street team members, Jalen, mm-hmm. he had the question, how did you come up with the name Gom? And mm-hmm. does it? can you confirm that it stands for getting away with murder? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's for getting away with murder. Not literally. I didn't kill nobody. All right, guys. I've, I, everybody asked For the me, record. Yeah, because there's there's been pe- people like, yo, did you really? I'm like, no. Like, why, why would, would I you, kill somebody? Why would, why would I kill somebody and be a dumbass and be like, oh, yeah, I got away with murder? Yeah, yeah. and then run with it. Yeah, yeah but like I'll what? tell you the story behind it. So the story behind it, um, uh, so when I was rebranding during that time in my city, so I live in Boyle Heights, right? Uh, Boyle Heights is not... It's not, it's, you can kind of, it can, it's kind of considered the hood in a way, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of gang violence, a lot of, uh, a lot of the, a lot of bad things, you know, um, <laughs> during that time, um, one of my cousin's friend, um, had gotten shot by a cop, you know, there's, 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 uh, in this young, youngster, uh, the, the guy that, what the, my cousin's friend that, that, they, that got killed, he was 14 years old and he was, carrying a gun in public. Um, so this kid never, uh, he never listened to the cops, you know, he was just, I don't know if he was drugged out or whatever. And he he was just, he wasn't, you know, cooperating with the cops. Um, and one of the cops shot him, shot him in the back. And the, 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 the guy, well, my, my cousin's friend, he died. And um, throughout the news, throughout 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 that whole week, the news on, on in our city was like, "Yo, a, a cop killed an innocent, not really an innocent kid, but you know, um, he killed somebody." And people were protest- protesting that how come the cop is not getting anything, you know, like nothing. He mm-hmm. why isn't doing no time? Why isn't he getting fired? Why isn't why is nothing happening with him? You know, so mm-hmm. um, in the news. Uh, I remember watching the news and in the news, the title said, cops, blah, 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 getting away with murder. Mm-hmm. So that really stuck to me. I'm like, yo, getting away with murder. You know, so it just, it's just a story that where, where I come from, you know, where the city that I come from, this ha- happened to happen and those words stick to me and my cousin knew the front, my cousin knew that friend. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take this with me because it's a part of, it's a piece of where I come from and I want people to always question me mm-hmm. and say, where, where do I come from and why does it have a meaning behind it? And that's my meaning, you know, where I come from. It's not a, it's not a safe place. Don't get me wrong, but it's very, it's very, um, not dangerous, but it's very scary to be out sometimes, you know? Yeah. And it's so. good to have that 
that like guiding star almost that you keep hold close to you as you move mm-hmm. forward with your brand and everything because it gives you deeper meaning yeah. to what you're doing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, a lot of people where I'm from, not a lot of people make it up. I'm gonna be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few, there's a handful. There's like, I want to say like three, per- three to five percent that make it, make it as in like either go to college, make it as in they have a career or they are starting the business, you know? It's not, it's not, not so many of it. So, you know, I'm happy to be at least five, part of that 5% that's doing something with, with my life, you know, even, you know, it's funny, Shay, Shay, Shay's like, yo, I'm going to, I'm going to get you out of there. I need you, I need to get you out of there. Like, he's so concerned. I'm like, yo, it's like, you need to get out. Like, yo, I'll get out. Just give me some time, you know, give me some time. But yeah, that's where the name mm-hmm. came from. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't kill nobody. I didn't kill nobody. <laughs> I kill no every beat. I can't, and then then back to music. The only reason why it makes sense for my music is getting away with the mur- getting away with the murder means like if we put it into a music per- perspective, it's just I'm gonna kill every beat that I make, every song that I make, you know. Mm-hmm. So that means I, I like that murder. Yeah, you just like, I, I kill the beat. You know, so, double mm-hmm. entendre, double meaning, yeah. double meaning. There you go.